0: Welcome to Did We Just Become Best Friends? I'm your host, Lydia Stutzman, and I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is my passion project and a place where I love to interview people that inspire me. And sometimes they are just random people I see on socials and then I reach out and they agree to be on the show. Most times my guests are people that I am genuinely fascinated by, and I just have a curiosity for how other people live their best, most successful, most inspirational lives. And so thanks for tuning in. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, welcome back to Live, Laugh, Lydia. I am Lydia Sethman, your host in beautiful, sunny South Florida, where we are once again prepping for a possible Hurricane hit. All right. I want to get right into it because last week shook me. I had so many things. Well, I say so many, like three things happened that shook me. And I don't normally say words like shook or epic, but it really was a week that I took a lot of value from. We'll put it that way. So, first, before we get into that, I want to talk about. Um, the National Day of. So today is actually National Morning Show Host Day, National No Excuses Day, and National World Tourism Day. So Tuesday, September 27th, let's focus on the National Morning Show Host Day because all I ever wanted to do in life was be A morning show co host for radio. That's all I ever wanted to do. I really never had my sights set on TV. And then I did actually work in broadcasting. I went to broadcasting school and I worked in radio for about a year before life, marriage, kids, all that stuff. So the funny thing is, having the podcast, I can be my own show host now. So that's one of the things I love about doing Live Laugh Lydia. So a lot of people know this already. My dream is to co-host the fourth hour of the Today show with Hoda just for like a fill in, so I'm putting that on the vision board, speaking of vision boards. we're going to get into that in a minute, okay, so last week, first of all, we have to talk about when we admire people on socials, so I'm one of those people who i I watch certain people on socials, and when I love their energy and I love their positivity, I have to know them. Not only do I have to tell you. That I admire you or you inspire me or what specifically you said that touched me. But then I want to meet you. I want to meet you in person. I want to have dinner with you. I want to go to a Broadway show. (laughs) Like there's things that normal people just don't do. Normal people don't in a good way stalk people on socials, but I am not, I don't consider myself a stalker. I consider myself An admirer that takes action in a good way, in a positive way. Okay. This is not in a creepy way. So, anyway, last week I was watching socials and there's this one guy that I follow and his name is Ryan Holtz. And I just, the funny thing is, his socials caught my eye because I loved his editing. I loved the look and the aesthetic of his Instagram posts and stories because it was how I wanted my podcast to look. I wanted to be able to have the video with the audio with a little flash and color and creativity. So when I saw his stuff, I was like, oh, who is this? Then I saw that he had uh Kevin O'Leary on his podcast and I said, Well, how does he know Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank? I'm a finance teacher and I'm obsessed with Shark Tank. I love that show. I, I was using Shark Tank in my lessons, you know, seven years ago. So anyway, long story short, he has a podcast called The Ryan Holt Show and um I had only seen the little bit on Instagram. And I messaged him and he responded. So, the first thing I want to talk about is really like when you're on socials and you're a person of influence, and I don't care if you have 2,000 followers or 2 million, but when somebody messages you and you have the capacity to respond and you actually do reply, that's huge. And I think a lot of times, I don't know how it works because I'm not celebrity status or public figure status on Instagram, but I don't know how it works. If you have 2 million followers, you probably don't have your DMs turned on is what I would think. I don't know how it works. Somebody once told me a Bravo celebrity, a Bravo celebrity, um, once told me that there's a filter and they put me in their primary bucket. So they see my messages. So I thought that was kind of nice. That was actually Brian Benny from family Karma shout out to you Brian he's going to be on the podcast so here's my thing if you have 2 million followers it may not be manageable obviously to answer dms because i don't know how what percentage of people are actually sending you the dms but even if it's a 1% that's a lot of messages there's no way you could possibly manage that and why would you want to pay a staff to manage messages if somebody really wants to book you they're going to get in touch with your management company or your publicist or what have you so just for regular messages, when people respond, I always think that is amazing. So anyway, here, let's get back to what shook me last week. And this is all with the um, the topic of motivation from the people that I admire and I look up to on socials. Because I think it's an amazing thing when somebody admires you, but they tell you. And they tell you you've inspired them. So here's what happened last week. Last week, I was feeling kind of down, and there's a lot of things in my life that I do get down about, even though I'm a very positive person, because I am drowning in debt, student loan debt specifically, and that doesn't bother me as much as the regular debt, but I have a lot going on in my personal life, managing two homes and losing my parents and you know just dealing with all of the financial stuff that comes with figuring out an estate and, you know, having to deal with debt and manage two homes, figure out where I want to live with my family and just a lot going on. So I can tend to get overwhelmed and constantly put too much pressure on myself to have everything be the way it needs to be now. Not perfect because I don't believe in perfect, but to have everything the way it needs to be. So I put a lot of pressure on myself. So anyway, My little escape when I'm on a social is, you know, to follow somebody I admire and look up to. So last week I was watching Tyler Whitman and Glenda Baker and, you know, I love their podcast and I am just such a big fan of theirs and I love Tyler's energy. Obviously we're friends, but Glenda, I love her energy too. They were together in Atlanta. So I said, oh my gosh, they're together. They're like going to be at some real estate conference in Atlanta. I'm not a realtor, so I'm not going to be at that conference, but I would love to meet her. And I'm like, two of my favorite people I'm following right now are in the room together. So I I sent Tyler a text and I said, hey, do you have five minutes when you're with Glenda that you could FaceTime me? I didn't think I was asking for a lot in a 24 hour day, five minutes, right? And I said that you could FaceTime me just so I could say hi and meet her over the FaceTime. And he didn't respond, but I knew he was going to. And they were filming the season two of their podcast. So when I was watching the socials, they went live on Instagram. And so then I sent a message saying, hello, blah, blah, blah. And they acknowledged me. And then Tyler said, oh my gosh, that's that's Lydia. We got to FaceTime her later the whole day went by and I was looking cute that day and I was so excited about getting this FaceTime and then it didn't happen because they had a rigorous filming schedule. So anyway, and I know people get busy, so I don't get upset with that because I forget to do things. So the next morning, the first call I got was the FaceTime from Tyler and Glenda. They were in the car driving to the conference and she had her hot rollers in her hair. And again, I'm not a realtor. I have no stake in this game. But I just love their message, and I love the positivity of their uh, podcast. And, you know, Glenda's very successful, but she's humble. And I just love what they're doing. So when he FaceTimed me and I got to say hi to her, I got emotional. I was like, this person, I mean, we've got, this was a powerful car driving. They were multimillionaires sitting in that back seat. And I don't know why we always equate success and money, but I always, admire people who are that successful and their time is so valuable that they would devote a couple minutes to me. I guess I just feel really special and humbled with that. So even though we all have the same 86,400 seconds in the day, how we spend them is different. So they chose to spend a few minutes with me on FaceTime and I just really love that. So anyway, we were, we were chatting and I got very emotional. And after the call, I sent him a personal message. I said, "Listen, I just want to thank you so much for FaceTime. I want to thank you for taking those few minutes out of your day, and I really appreciate you. I've been, you know, having some struggles lately, and I don't even like to put those words out to the universe. I don't want to be negative. But everything is not always roses and perfect." So, he sent me this video. He's like, "This video rocked my world." And he shared it with me. So, of course, I am thirsty for anything positive and motivational and I I just drink it up. I love it. So he sent me this Steve Har- this Steve Harvey video which I'm not typically a Steve Harvey fan. I think it was just from some bad publicity a few years ago, but anyway, I don't know him personally, so I shouldn't have had a pre-judgment. But I do love the family feud. And so he sent me the Steve Harvey video and it was about two biblical verses and it was really powerful. And I wrote them down on my whiteboard at school and it says, you have not because you ask not. You don't have what you want because you're not asking God for it. And then the other part was write the vision and make it plain. So it was basically a link to a video where he says, you cannot get what you want in life if you don't have it written down and you don't ask God to bring it to you. And obviously through that, I truly believe you have to take action. But anyway, the exercise in the video is to write down 300 things that you want to ask God for. So 300 things that you want. So that's the short version. You can Google that video on YouTube. But I literally got to work the next day. I said, oh my gosh, I got to think about this process it, absorb it. I sent the video to a few of my friends because I wanted to share what I was inspired by. And so next thing I know, I'm in my Excel spreadsheet and I'm writing down everything I want. And in the video, he says, you know, all of it, be very detailed, very specific. You know, maybe you want um your dream car. Maybe you want a rental income. Maybe you want to travel, whatever it is. So I think right now I'm on like item number 114. So i got to figure out how I'm going to get to 300. I don't know. I might stop at 150, but that would be cheating. But that's a little more palatable for me. So I don't know. The exercise says 300 things. I'm going to try to get there. So thank you, Tyler, for sending that to me. Thank you for my FaceTime. And, you know, again, it goes back to when you follow people or admire people and they actually make contact to give you the time of day. It's a game changer. So I want to thank him for that inspiration. If you're listening out there, I highly encourage you to watch that video um, that Steve Harvey posted because he is a motivational speaker. What I didn't know was that he was homeless for three years and he had had it all twice and lost it all twice. And I admire people and I like to listen to people who've been at the bottom. Because if you're wealthy and you're going to tell me what to do to be wealthy, but you've never been in my seat drowning in debt, that's I can't connect with you. So that's why I like people who have been through the thick of it and, and got past it. Okay. So that shook me last week. Um, so then I had reached out to Ryan Holtz because I had asked him to be on my podcast and he said, yes, I would love to. And he's like, but I would also love to have a 15 minute little coaching call with you, like a free call just to see what my company could do for you and your life brand. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. And I immediately booked it. I was like 12 o'clock Friday during my lunch period. Yes, I want to talk to you. And it was supposed to be 15 minutes. I think we were on the phone together, like 40 minutes on Zoom. And I love his energy. I don't know him personally. Again, like I said, I just follow him on socials. But I liked his message. And it would be very costly for me to hire him. Even though I want to do this coaching program with him, this life brand program to get myself more streamlined and I would love to monetize the podcast and I'd love to grow it. But right now, economically, it's just not in the cards, but that that's fine. I'm going to put that on my list of my 300 things. I'm add that to my list, coaching with Ryan Holtz. Um but anyway, so I spent some time listening to old episodes of his podcast and I thought, "Oh my gosh, we have so much in common." Like He procrastinated of getting his podcast going, and then he finally did it. Um, You know, he lost his mom young. My children lost their dad young. And when you have things in common with people that have struggled and then overcome that, I, I just think it's really powerful. So anyway, let me tell you about the rest of my weekend. So that was my week. So then my head was swirling. My head was spinning with all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to write 300 things that I want and then I need to start taking action. So today is also National No Excuses Day and I'm a no excuses kind of person. So let me just give you the background on that because people don't understand why I do so much and they're like, oh my gosh, you have so much energy. Do you ever sit down? Yes, I sit down, and I relax and I nap and I do a lot of relax and trust me, just don't see it. But when I was going through my divorce, and I'll spend an episode talking about more of my, you know, get to know me personal stuff later. But when I was going through my divorce, you know, my ex-husband is no longer with us, so I'm not going to talk ill of him. But when I was going through the divorce, he's like, "You're not going to finish school. You're not going to get this stuff done without me," because he was the main childcare provider. He stayed home. He was a stay-at-home dad. He was a great dad. So when I was getting divorced, and now I found myself a single mom two kids. I worked full-time. I had a high-level management, mid-senior level management role, I should say. And so there was a lot of demands on me, but I was going back to school to finish my bachelor's degree. And there were people who were just like, you're not going to finish. And so at 38 years old, I did finish my bachelor's degree in business management. So I have a low tolerance for excuses anyway. Because when somebody says, I can't do it, or I can't start over, or I can't change careers, or I, it's just impossible, I can't do it, how am I going to do it? Well, unfortunately, to the tune of a lot of student loan debt, I did it. I didn't have guidance, and I didn't know to research the programs out there to help me do it without spending so much money, or to pick a different school I could actually afford that was cheaper. But we can't go back, right? So with no excuses, like, what is your excuse? What's standing in your way of being your best self? And I'm not going to get preachy because I know I make excuses. I will find any excuse not to work out. Any excuse to purposely forget my gym clothes so I can say to my son I forgot my clothes, say so we can't go. And that is horrible. So one of the things I'm trying to get better at is a fueling my mind with positive and inspirational stuff even if it's just 5 or 10 minutes a day. Because successful people do read and they do surround themselves with, um, you know, positive mindset and things that inspire. Um, but I'm trying to get rid of the excuses. Like, what is my excuse? Why haven't I gotten to my actual goal weight? I got to my first goal, but I didn't get to that next level goal. About 15 more pounds from there. What is stopping me? Why am I not fueling my body with good food? Why am I choosing garbage on the weekends? Why am I um, not hydrating and drinking my water? What are are the excuses? What are the reasons? I don't have good excuses. So when I say no excuses, there's just no reason for it. So anyway, I'm going to work on being better with that. So it's National Morning Show Host Day, National No Excuses Day. And then National World Tourism Day. So when I think of my list of 300 things, I am asking for a lot of travel, a lot of travel. I am putting every trip that I want to take on that list. It'll probably be about 25 items. And that is happening. So I am very excited about the next few months. I'm excited to get back to weekly recordings of my podcast. And I'm excited to say no excuses. I'm going to carve out the time and I'm going to do this. And through this, the call that I had with Ryan was very powerful because he said, you know, what's your story? Who are you? And I said, well, I'm a, you know, was a single mom of two kids. I finished college late in life. I changed careers. I actually got, uh, went into education, became a teacher later in life. I did my master's degree, something I never thought I would ever do. And he's like, that's five things. That's five episodes. Like you could talk about that in each episode. So that is my goal to start getting a little more personal on the podcast, still have entertaining guests. I'm still going to bring you people that you want to talk to. And in fact, this week, no excuses, we got it on the calendar. I am recording with Alexandra Baker, and she is a show host on HSN, the Home Shopping Network. And she also Developed a pepper relish, a Haitian um, delicacy, a pepper relish. It's a craft condiment that is way too spicy for me because I can't handle spicy because I'm a wimp. But my husband says it is delicious. So we are going to talk to her and see how she goes from being a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, a show host, and actually develops a product and puts it to market. That is huge. Take your idea. Have no excuses, put it into action and actually get it out to market. It's incredible. So, we're going to talk to her this week. I'm really excited about that. I also would love to hear from you guys what kind of topics you want to talk about. What are things that are, you know, hot, not trending, anything you want to talk about? So, really quickly, can we just talk about the fact that Dancing with the Stars is on Disney Plus? And that certain shows are no longer going to be on what they consider prime time on a regular network, but they're going to have to go, they're going to go to a streaming service. What does this mean for us? So my dad loved, loved, loved Dancing with the Stars. And I can only imagine if he was still alive today, he'd be so pissed off. He'd be like, what do you mean I have to stream it? Like my dad didn't own a computer. He didn't own a smartphone. He had a flip analog phone. With analog texting, I still have his phone in his wallet. And, you know, like, could you imagine I gotta tell my 70 something, you know, um father, you have to stream it. He would have been pissed. And the the sad thing is, I don't watch a lot of TV. I do watch Bravo and I watch, you know, I catch up on reality TV on the weekends. And right now I'm I'm rewatching The Crown because I'm just so excited about it. Um I kind of skipped and went right to season four. So now I'm rewatching it. And so it's like my guilty pleasure. I watch like one episode a day after school, but because I have any excuse to not go to the gym. So that's what I do. I watch the crown. So I could only imagine like what he would say. He'd be so mad because this season was good. There are actually a lot of people on this season that I would watch. And I mean, come on. Amy Smith from Sex and the City. Come on. Uh Teresa from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Charlie D'Amelio. Which by the way, she's a dancer, so I don't know how I feel about people who are really good dancers getting to dance on Dancing with the Stars. I think it kind of like is an unfair advantage. But that led me to my next thought. How many people have I met in person that have been on Dancing with the Stars? I'm going to look into that and I will have an update for you on a future episode because there's a lot of them. I'll have to go through the the different seasons and the cast, but so you have to have Disney plus to watch it. I do not have Disney plus because I get overwhelmed by all these streaming services. So I'm like, how many am I going to pay for every month? It's ridiculous. So I do not have Disney plus. So you guys will have to keep me posted on the happenings. I will have to refer to the socials and the spoilers. And the internet updates to keep me posted on who is winning. But I do think that Charlie D'Amelio is going to be a world contender for the win. She's an excellent dancer. She's fabulous. Okay. So I leave you with these final thoughts. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the love. If you can leave me a five star review, if you can rate me, um, review it share it, like it, follow it, subscribe, whatever we do to podcasts. That would be great. I'm trying to get to that point where I can monetize eventually, but this is my hobby. I love what I do. I love this. I always wanted to be a morning show co-host. So this is my chance to do that. And I want to thank you so much for listening to live, laugh, Lydia, go out there and be kind and be wonderful and just smile and brighten somebody's day. Be the light for somebody today. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening and wherever you are in the world, cheers to you for all the best health, wealth, and happiness. See you next time on Did We Just Become Best Friends.